listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 111, and today I'm going to talk about a couple great backlist titles. So hey, how's it going? It's been a hot minute, or two weeks, one of those things is true. How great was Patricia last week? So excited that she agreed to come on, and it's a co-host, and... Starting in December, she's going to be doing all the books with me, so I look forward to doing a show with her, not just listening to her in my ears. So, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I have a couple of great backlist titles to tell you about today. I'm excited partially about Patricia because as much as I love doing this show, I feel like my backlist well is getting dry, and I need to read some new-to-me backlist so that I can have some fresh material to discuss. So it gives me a little extra time when she's here every other week. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, Before I tell you about the books that I want to mention today, I want to tell you about today's sponsor. Book Riot wants to remind you that the newest season of Recommended is up. You can tune in to Recommended where they talk to interesting people about their favorite books. In season five, you'll hear from Nicole Dennis-Ben, awesome author, Tamsin Muir, who wrote Getting the Ninth, which came out on Tuesday, which I talked about 500,000 times, but if you haven't read it, pick it up. Uh, The hashtag disabled and cute creator Kia Brown, cartoonist Jen Wang, and many more. So you get to listen to people talk about the books that they loved. It's fun to hear people you love, who wrote books that you love, talk about the books that they enjoy. It's kind of cool. Be like, yeah, I like that book too. It's fun. It's all good. So you can go to bookriot.com slash recommended to listen to that and catch up on all the other seasons too if you haven't heard them. It's really great stuff, really cool people. So this week, I don't really have a theme unless my theme is books that I want to reread. Like up until a few years ago, I never reread books except for The Secret History, which I read every year. But I never, like I was like, I don't have time to reread books when I haven't read all the books the first time that I want to. So then this little thing happens And I'd heard it was true, and it is true. Once you get to be in your 40s, you care so much less about things. It's like almost all your cares just kind of melt away. Not everything. There are, like, things to, like, worry about and the important things to be mad about. But it's just like once you hit 40, like, 40 is the fox that chases most of your caring chickens from the coop. Like, you just, you're like, whatever. Reread books if they make you happy. I'm a big advocate of rereading as a form of self-care. Like, if you're having a hard time, if you don't know what to read, if you're in a reading slump, pick up something that you loved. You know, there's nothing wrong with rereading a book. And it is, like, occasionally, like, oh, I could be reading something new, but so what? That's That's my philosophy, my 40s philosophy. If you're not here in your 40s yet, just wait. It gets better, I promise. So that is where I am at. So I picked two books that came out in 2015 probably my top five, my top three books, I think, in my top three. Yeah, definitely. The first one is You Too Can Have a Body Like Mine by Alexandra Kleeman. I've mentioned it before, but oh my goodness, I love this book so much. It's really a cutting indictment of modern culture. Um, it's also very clever and unique and original, but it's it's definitely like holding a mirror up to uh, our culture here in the United States, and it's not pretty. Um, It's about a a woman named A, like the letter A, set in the near future, and she lives with a roommate named B, like the letter B, and she dates a guy named C. So 
B, her roommate, is sort of giving off single white female vibes. She's trying to become A, like trying to be her, looking more and more like her, acting more and more like her. A is kind of, hmm, I wouldn't say lazy, but maybe apathetic about everything. She really likes to watch TV a lot. She really digs the Candy Cat Candy Cakes commercials um, with the cartoon Candy Cat. But when she goes to the grocery store, like, the candy cakes are sold out all the time, which is very distressing. Um, in one of her trips to the grocery store, she sees an upsetting thing happening with veal, which I won't go into. Um, and so she's she doesn't really like anything. She just likes to watch TV. Her boyfriend, C, wants A to go on this dating reality show. Now, the point of this show is that you have to prove you know more about your partner than any of the other couples on the show. Which is like, okay, like the, what is that, the match, no, not the match game. Oh my goodness, what is that one about marriages? I don't remember. Anyway, so it's like that show, The Newlyweds, there we go, that, I knew it would come to me. It's like The Newlywed Game, except if you lose the game, you are not allowed to have contact with your partner ever again. So, and he wants to go on this show, and she's, not that she really cares that much, she's not that into him, but she doesn't really want to do it. So there's also this new religion that's kind of taking over across the country. I call it the Great Pumpkin religion because people wear sheets on their heads with like holes cut out, like in the Great Pumpkin. Um, and the religion is using corporations to indoctrinate new members. And she kind of gets wrapped up in that because she's tired of listening to C talk about the game and he's, into, he's like addicted to pornography and that's not something she's into. And, his, you know, B is turning into her, so like... Maybe she should be somebody else. It's so funny and smart and cutting. It's just so interesting. So that is You Too Can Have a Body Like Mine by Alexandra Kleeman. My other pick from 2015 is Sweetland by Michael Crummy. He has a new book coming out called The Innocence on November 12th, which I'm very, very, very excited for. It's just the most beautiful novel. It's about an elderly gentleman named Moses Sweetland, and he lives on a Newfoundland island called Sweetland. Uh, for a reason, it is named after his family. His family uh, all lived there and grew up. He's now by himself. He doesn't have a partner or any children. Um, he gets along well enough. Like, he's a cranky old man, like a lot of the residents of this island. You know, go to the barbershop, play checkers, gripe about things, you know. But then one day the government shows up, and they want the island for their own purposes, nefarious purposes, I'm sure, um, and they have offered the citizens of Sweetland a generous resettlement package, which sounds really great, except the deal is it's all or none. Everyone has to take it or nobody gets it, and everyone agrees to it except for Moses. Like, what does he have? He's old. He doesn't have any family. He doesn't, he's only known this island. He's only left it one time in his whole life, so he says no. He doesn't want to do it. Now, this makes him very unhappy. I mean, excuse me, let me try that again. This makes him very unpopular with his neighbors because they want the money. So they're, you know, they're mad at him and they're trying to convince him, but he just doesn't want to do it. I mean, kind of like get to see the one time that he left the island, um, the things that have happened to him there in his life. Um, and, you know, he just, he fights to stay what, with what he knows. He wants to stay on the island with his ghosts, you know, real and imagined. Um, it's just so sad and beautiful. I just love it so much, and I cannot wait to read his new one because I love his writing. Um, he wrote one before that that was about the guy that was in the whale, 
which was awesome. So I'm looking forward to this one. It is Sweetland by Michael Crummy. And today for dealer's choice, uh, I know it's so annoying when I tell you about books that don't come out for a long time, but I promise I do it for a reason. It's so you'll write them down and remember them. So I heard about this book from a friend of mine. It's called The Return by Rachel Harrison. And she was like, this is the freakiest, scariest horror book I've read in a long time. I was like, sign me up. I'm ready. Let's do it. Um, it doesn't come out until March 24th, but I finally got my hands on a copy. I read like the first 20, 30 pages this morning, and then I had to put it down to work, and I was so mad because it's so compelling from like the very first page. So I'm not going to tell you anything that doesn't appear on the jacket flap. It's about four best friends. They've been best friends for a long time. They're, now they're like older. They're scattered around the country, but they still talk all the time. You know, internet, phone, all that stuff. Um, there is one girl, I should say now they're women. There's one woman named Julie. She has moved to Maine. Hey, I like that state. Uh, she has moved to Maine with her new husband and she disappears. Like her husband said, she went out for a walk one day. She was going to go hiking and no one saw her. She doesn't come back. And so at first they're like, well, Lisa's the main character. She's the narrator. She's like, you know, Julie can be kind of dramatic and she's probably just gone off and she's mad about something and... She's going to turn up, and so the days go by, and they don't hear from her, and the police are investigating her husband, but it doesn't look like he did it, and they don't hear from her. And so Elise, even though it, two years go by, she still thinks that Julie is alive. For some, so like she refuses to believe that Julie is dead. It's like the, of all the friends, she and Julie are the closest. So like she refuses to believe that she's dead. And then this is the last page that I read this morning, and I'm so mad that I had to stop on two years to the day when Julie disappears, her husband comes home and finds her sitting on the porch wearing the same clothes she left the house in with no memory. And that's all I know. You now know everything that I know, which is on the jacket, really, basically. So I'm not spoiling anything. But isn't that so good? Oh, I can't wait to get back to it. Also, can we talk about the cover for a second? It is fluorescent pink. I mean, like, like, grab your eyeballs and shake them pink. It's amazing. It has this chair in a hallway and this dark shadow of a person, and it's bright fluorescent pink. I cannot get over it. Like, to steal a word from Doug Judy the Pontiac Bandit, this cover looks like it definitely smushes standing up. It is hot and amazing. I cannot stop looking at it. It's actually my desktop now. So, that book is called The Return. It's by Rachel Harrison. It comes out March 24th, which will be here before you know it, I promise. Um, and I cannot wait to finish this book. And that is it for me today, book lovers. Thank you to Recommended. Go to bookriot.com slash recommended and listen to your favorite authors talk about books that have shaped their reading lives. And you can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. And if you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or Gideon the Ninth or The Return, you can find me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Maria Christina Garcia Lynch to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. 